Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 220 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about my top 12 favorite Christian biographies. Let's dive in. Last week, I gave a list of my top 12 favorite classic Christian books. And I mentioned that this in this episode, I wanted to give my top 12 Christian biographies that have just made a profound impact on my personal life. Again, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but if you'd like to see an entire list of recommended reading that I have just loved and God's used to impact my spiritual life outside of the Bible, I would encourage you to go to the show notes for this episode where I have links to some of my top favorite Christian books, whether it be classics, whether it be biographies or fiction. I also have a link to the my uh, recommended resources for, for Bible study, as well as a link to see what I'm, what I just recently finished in terms of my personal reading. So if any of that interests you, you can see all that at the show notes for this episode by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash two, two, zero for episode 220. Now I just want to walk through these 12 favorite Christian biographies and this was so difficult. I love reading Christian biography. There's something about reading someone's story with God that deeply inspires me. Now, really quick, before I get, in, get into my list, I just want to give a warning. As you read Christian biography, I would encourage you not to emulate or try to copy what these men and women did. In other words, they should be an example that inspires us, but realize that God has you on your own journey and he's not calling you to be a Hudson Taylor or an Amy Carmichael or a George Mueller. He's calling you to be you. And so though I could read their stories and be inspired by, for example, how George Mueller handled his finances, that doesn't make it super spiritual because how George Mueller handled finances is very different than how D.L. Moody handled finances. So it's not that one is more spiritual than another. It's just that they were called to a particular path. So as you read Christian biography, let it inspire you. Let it see what it what it looks like for a man or a woman to fully yield themselves unto God and what God can do through a person who is fully yielded unto them. And so be encouraged, be exhorted, even be challenged and convicted in your own soul. But again, don't try to emulate and copy what God did in someone else's life. That's their story. A lot of times we forget that 
uh, in most Christian biographies, there's large sections of someone's life that we just don't see. In other words, the biography is writing the highlights of someone's life. And we forget that between, hypothetically, between chapters four and chapters five, that there may be years where they just lived in a normal mundane sense. And so to think that someone's life has to be, you know, wow and big and over the top and amazing, a lot of times that's just not true. That we just need to be faithful with wherever God plants us and be fully open and fully surrendered for where and what he is wanting to do in and through our lives. So with that being said, here are my 12 favorite Christian biographies that have just had an impact on my life. Now, again, there are so many more that I would have loved to include it on this list, but I decided to kind of constrain it down to 12. And again, if you ask me maybe next week, I may have may tweak some of these and <laughs> take some out and add some because uh, I just, I really love a good Christian biography and it's so hard to choose uh, 12 favorites. But here are the ones that, as I look back, have just deeply stirred and or impacted my life. So I'm doing these alphabetical by the person they focus on. So here we go. Number one is God Smuggler, All About Brother Andrew. And in that book, it is such a powerful story of Brother Andrew's life fully given to Jesus Christ and what God calls him to do to, to smuggle Bibles across the Iron Curtain. And I love reading that story in part because Brother Andrew is still alive, as far as I know. <laughs> uh, number two is Oswald Chambers' book, Abandoned to God. It's written by David McClasland, and it is such a great articulation of Oswald Chambers' life. He was this Scottish minister and had such a wonderful, rich love for Jesus and gave up everything to pursue the Lord. And I, one of the things I loved that came out of Oswald Chambers' life is just the fact that though he was so serious about the things of God, he had a great personality. So if you ever read My Utmost Far's Highest, he's very rich, he's very deep in his thinking, he's very, he's brilliant. And yet when you read about his life, it's just so encouraging to just, uh, just to see his life come to fruition uh, and just his personality and his quirks. And I love that about, about a good biography. Uh, the third one is the story of Reese Howells. It's called Reese Howells Intercessor by Norman Grubb. Reese Howells had such an extreme givenness over to Jesus where he just said, whatever, and I am willing to look the fool for the sake of my king. And the stories of what God does through Reese Howells is amazing. In fact, he started a prayer college that profoundly impacted the results of World War II. And it's a great biography, especially about prayer. Uh, number four is another book about prayer. It's called Praying Hyde, all about John Hyde, who's a missionary off to India. It's written by E.G. Carey. Uh, it's a phenomenal book just about John Hyde's life, specifically his prayer life. Uh, number five, I'm going to, it's hard to give one biography, but it's, it's the biography of Samuel Morris. Uh, Samuel Morris was this kind of a prince of one of the tribes in Africa and eventually made his way over to America. And he died a really young life, but every time I read uh, his short biography, I, I find myself weeping of just this young man's desire to know his God. It's just an incredible story. Uh, number six is the autobiography of George Mueller. George Mueller has had a deep impact on my life. And I love just his willingness and his generation to be a picture of faith. What does it mean to walk in overwhelming faith to his God? Uh, number seven is C.T. Studd's story, Cricketer, Cricketeer and Pioneer by Norman Grubb. C.T. Studd is a aggressive missionary. I Oh, he has such a great story. He 
he basically just said, all right, I'm, I'm in. And he gave up incredible wealth and incredible prestige as an athlete and went on the mission field and gave it all for Jesus Christ. Number eight is another great missionary, Hudson Taylor, called Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret by Dr. and Mrs. Howard Taylor. Uh, and again, if you've never read Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, you need to add that to your reading list. Number nine is Corrie Ten Boom's story in Tramp for the Lord. Uh, she has another great story of hiding the hiding place, which you need to read. Uh, but if you've never read Tramp for the Lord, I actually think it may be better than the hiding place story. It's basically her story after she gets out of the concentration camp of World War II and travels around the world uh, telling the story of her and Betsy in the concentration camp. And just the providence and just the miracles of God in her life is deeply impactful. Number 10 is David Wilkerson's story, The Cross and the Switchblade. And again, here, here's just another young preacher who just said, Lord, there's this burden in my heart. I will go where you want me to go. And so he goes to the streets of New York City and radically turns the world upside down. And then there's these two final books that they're kind of a collection of stories. One is by V. Raymond Edmond, who wrote the book, They Found the Secret. And it's basically a collection of 20 stories of Christians who were radically pursued or, or grabbed a hold of this idea of the exchange life, as Hudson Taylor would call it, or the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And so it's 12 well-known people, Christians from history that you know, and yet here are these people who said, okay, I'm going to give up the rights to my life and let God live his life in and through me. And it's just amazing story after story of how God can use an individual like Amy Carmichael or Samuel Bringle or D.L. Moody or Ian Thomas and how, even though all their stories are incredibly different, yet it's the same God who was stirring and moving and using them for his purpose and his plan. And lastly is John Fox's book, The Fox's Book of Martyrs. It is such a great classic book, uh, people who gave up their lives for the sake of Jesus Christ and the gospel. And it, even though it's really hard to read because it's, it is intense, <laughs> it's just mission uh, martyr stories over and over, yet it is a great declaration of what does it mean to give up your life for the sake of the kingdom. And maybe if I could add a bonus 13, I'm, I've been in the middle of reading Leonard Ravenhill's biography in light of eternity. And I've been so deeply encouraged by the life of Leonard Ravenhill as I've been reading through this book. So if you want a bonus 13 one, that's, uh, that's one, the one I'd probably give, but I'm in the middle of reading it. So I haven't finished it yet, but it is so, so good. Well, if you love Christian biography, I hope some of these titles will encourage you to keep pursuing the Lord and be inspired by what God can do through lives of men and women who greatly pursue their God. And if you have a favorite biography that is not on my list, I would love to hear what has just inspired you. And there's a whole bunch I know I've never read. And so if you're like, wow, Nathan, you need to add this one to your list, I would love to read it. So you could either give me part of your list, either on Instagram or Facebook. I usually put, post a a picture for this episode. So you can leave a comment below that, or you can send me a message by going to deeperchristian.com and click contact, and you can shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you of just some of the Christian biographies that have deeply impacted your life. And if you'd like to see my entire list of books that have just profoundly impacted me, including other Christian biographies, there's an entire list that I left off because I could only give 12, 13 if you count Leonard Ravenhill. <laughs> But if you'd like to see the entire list, as well as other great recommended books that I've seen or read uh, over the last couple of decades, you can find links to all of those by going to the show notes for this episode by visiting deeperchristian.com forward slash 220 for episode 220. Well, until next time, know I am cheering you on as 
God writes your Christian biography in this generation. So know I'm cheering you on and I'm praying for you as you continue to build your life around Jesus Christ. See you next time.